you know, first of all, I mean, I think as a mom, we have to remember that our first priority is our relationship to honor God in, in every way that we treat. And it's so, it's so hard to talk about that because it's so real. No, it's real. I mean, I, I battle my own flesh every day and wanting to control every single thing that my children do because I don't want them to experience pain. I don't want them to be hurt. I don't want anything like that for them. But we have to remember that our relationship with um, with Jesus is foremost. And these truths in here that we want to tell our children have to be foremost in our own hearts. And so we have to know that um, just like Romans 12 said, we can have victory over our enemies. And ultimately, our enemy, we know it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual war. And so the only way we're going to win this war is by digging into the Word, in the Word, with the Lord, worshiping first of all, because that's where our joy is fulfilled, is in His presence. That's Psalm 1611. And if we don't do that, then all we're going to do is project... Um, all the, the negative stuff on our kids, all the words, you know, all the words, the negative words on our kids. Um, and so as we pray and as we ask the Lord to show us what our kids are fighting, those are the, our enemies. We have to spend time in his presence knowing what they're fighting because he sees everything that they're going through. And he is writing their stories. He knows the depths and the intricacies of their personalities. And it's our job to steward our time well. And that's our first question. Am I stewarding my time well? If I love my children so much, are they the priority in my life? Have I let other things take priority in my life and neglect to love my child well? Because I will give an account for that gift one day. As you are praying to know what battles your children are facing, you can also know that, um, that you are, you're praying for them, that there is enough time, and it is a process, and we have to be filled with um, the fruit of the Spirit that is patience, like, because all I want to do is just scoop up everybody and just you know, say, okay, here's your track, and you do this, 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 and let's start it today, and I've got it all planned out. It's going to be exactly this way. And, and so many other personalities are different, yet the same, And but we just, we all want the best for our children. But we have to remember that ultimately we can be patient with the process because God is sovereign, and God is giving us what we need, and, and he has his hand on him. Job says, um, the life and breath of every living creature is in his hands. And, um, and that has been my comfort because I'm a control freak. I am anxious. I am not patient. You know, I've just been, you know, convicted over the past few days of, um, which is it? James, it says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, for man's anger does not produce the righteous life that God desires. So, just all of those things, 
we can be patient because, again, the first priority is just spending time in the Word um, through our confession of our own sins, confessions of our own desperation for Jesus in every way, every day, Holy Spirit filling us with wisdom, praising Him, again, comforting our own hearts by praising Him with the Psalms. Psalm 103, He does not treat us as our sins deserve. In Psalm 145, that says, um, you know, we don't put our trust in princes and horses and armies that cannot save, but we put our trust in the Lord. And and those those two, the whole chapter of those Psalms are so good for comforting our own anxious hearts. I know that I've lived with those Psalms because, you know, my flesh wants to fear my children enduring the pain that I endured growing up. And so I have to fight my own anxious flesh that imagines all the horrors. And and I think also a practical of how to um, be a mom in the everyday with, with our children living in 2020 is we have to set boundaries. Boundaries are important. And I think when we show our kids the map for a victorious life and help them understand that this is why we set the boundaries, like because this is how you have victory, and um, and that's, I mean, praying for them to want that, like, you know, I tell my kids every day, the shoes aren't bad, the sweater's not bad, Instagram's not bad, all these things are not bad. It's the motive of our heart, like, that can corrupt those good things. The enemy is corrupting those things and deceiving us into thinking that those things are the most important things in life. But they're not. That's why the conversations with our children are so important. Like, I tell my girls, I want you to have the clothes, the house, the vacation, whatever. But are we putting, are we making that the thing that we're going after the most in our life? Are we looking at the character that we're called to have, um, loving others and reflecting the love of Jesus? You know, that's what we're going after. That's what we were made to go after. We were made to love others and to serve. And the Bible tells us, you know, when Jesus washed the disciples' feet, he told us that that is what's going to bring us the most happiness, serving others, knowing God, and serving others is where our happiness is going to be. And Psalm um, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. So when we're going after the righteousness of Christ, which can be ours through Holy Spirit, which enables us to follow God's word, and, and he tells us the kingdom is in us, um, so the command is, Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The kingdom's in us, Luke 17, 21, um, through the Holy Spirit. So as we live daily to flesh out those things, to make the good choices, to ask him to help us overcome 
our flesh and our enemies. Then we're going to slowly grow and he's going to provide the rest. But our character has to be formed. Our relationship has to be there. And then as those things happen, and which is a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly process, then everything else is going to come. So that's why the boundaries of, you know, how much screen time are you having? How much um, time are you spending in the Word? That's where the um, discipline and self-control has to be laid out. That's where the time management comes in. And again, hopefully the relationship is there between parent and child to say, here's what's good, let me help you walk in it. And if it's not there, then that's when you go back and you work on your own relationship with Jesus first. And then you go to your child, and after you've asked forgiveness for your own sin with Jesus, then you go to your child and say, I was wrong for all these things. Will you please forgive me? Because I love you, and I want to have a good relationship with you, and I'm working on these things. And we have to show the humility. We have to show that we're willing to die to ourselves so that we can give them life. And that's what Jesus came to give for us. Came to give us. <laughs> he did give us. Too many things in the brain. So. And though I know I asked you like about being a mom. But also like I don't know. When you were talking I just felt like the Holy Spirit just wanted to remind someone. You know. Okay. Or you. But I don't know. Just probably someone. <laughs> but like that you're more than just a mom. And I know it's like. I don't know. I just hear. Like I. I'm not a mom, so I don't know how it feels, but, like, I know I, like, hear moms talk about it, and I hear other people tell people that they're not, they're, they're more than a mom, but just, like, I mean, you said all of it, like, it's true, like, your relationship with Christ, like, first, don't forget that he saved you, like, as yourself, and it's not just your struggles as a mom and, like, your kids' struggles, but it's, like, it's your struggles, and you're still a person, and, like, you still have struggles that are in yourself, and, from what has happened to you and what you've gone through and apart from your kids. And so yes. don't forget to like to go to him with those things too and to know that like your feelings besides being a mom are like important too. Right. So I just felt like I needed to you know. Well, that's good. That. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you said all of that, but just um, because, yeah, you can't – it's just like that thing like you, you can't expect others to love you if you don't love yourself. But it's kind of the same thing. Like, it's hard to help others go through something if you're not dealing with it yourself. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, because 2 Corinthians Mm -hmm. talks about how, like, God comforts us so that we can comfort others. But Mm -hmm. if we don't take his comfort in what he's comforting us, then it's going to be hard for us to comfort others when Mm -hmm. we're still dealing with what's going on with us. Mm -hmm. And so just to remember that and remember that, like, you are more than a mom. You're not just a mom. You're more than that. Being a mom is really awesome. Um, I mean, y'all are like superheroes. But <laughs> And I want to add something that I just remembered. Because when you were talking about we all have our own struggles, not just mom struggles, not just whatever. But whatever your struggle is, I love Psalm 56. It says in verse 8, because um, it's talking about the attacks. 
is talking about what David went through when he was being physically persecuted. Um, he's talking about his slanders, pursuing them all day long. Many are attacking, he says, many are attacking me in their pride, and when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. In God, I will trust and I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? And then he talks about what else they're doing. But then he goes down to verse 8 where he says, Record my lament and list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. And by this I will know that God is for me. In God, whose word I praise. Um, so that is our encouragement because um, verse 9 in my study Bible it says, If God takes such note of David's tears that he records them in his book, he will surely respond to David's call for help. Um, and so what it is, is it's we are asking God when we cry out to him, when, we're, when we go to him and we are literally crying because it hurts so bad, the words were so sharp, the betrayal was so hurtful you know the feeling left out is so lonely whatever you're feeling when you go into your quiet place and you cry about it you and you you cry and you're talking to Jesus and you're telling him exactly how you feel that is what is um, putting him into action it says um, record my troubles in your heavenly royal records as matters calling for your action and so that's, I mean, we can just look through the word and see so many ways to be reassured and comforted that our time spent alone with Jesus and his word is not wasted. That that is what, that is why he says, leave it to me to take vengeance for you. He says, you come to me and I'll take care of the rest. Set your eyes on me. And, and I will just to make sure that everything else falls into place. And that's why, that's why, um, that's our life first. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you.